And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Welcome, welcome to my public life as an American nerd. We're on, we're on episode 11, which I'm pretty stoked about. Made it this far. Um, yeah, thank you guys for checking out the show. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, we really appreciate uh, all you guys out there. It's been a blast talking to everyone. And i um, so happy you guys are here. Um, I'm your host, Kevin. And we have a really cool show because we have a couple of cool guests and hopefully one popping in soon. Um, so... Before we get started, uh, we're going to be talking about a number of different um, things today, all in the nerd culture thing, all things that I think we all have our mind on our mind. But before we get to any of that, let me introduce our guests. So sitting right here with me is my own, very own child, my own spawn. Uh, you know, th- this kid, he, he knows he knows everything it, Star Wars. He talks about Star Wars constantly. We're not going to be talking about Star Wars today. He'll probably bring it up though, at least, <laughs> at least five times, at least. Um, he says once, but we'll see. Um, my son, Eli, how are you doing today? Good. Good. Cool. And of course, with me today, joining me again on this podcast, this awesome podcast, he's he's one of the co-hosts of the uh Pastrami Nation Brick Therapy Podcast. He also is a, a, a regular guest on the uh, Pastrami Nation Podcast. Uh, Christian Narcorda, how are you doing today, man? Doing good, doing good, guys. How are you guys doing? Good. Man, we're doing pretty good. Um, I left out the Godfather of Toys part, totally, but it had to come yeah, up again. Um, I know you guys <laughs> listening can't see it, but this guy, he has a, a, a lot of toys. We'll talk about where you can find them and where you can check check out his cool artwork. This guy, he does he does so much cool stuff. Um, yeah, we actually yeah. today, what's that? Oh, no. So we, uh, me and Eli today, he had not seen Thor Love and Thunder yet. Um, so we went to go see it today. Um, you've seen it, right, Christian? I did. What did you think, Eli? It was for, it was really good. It had really great choice of music. Yeah, <laughs> it was basically you know some people have been calling it Guns and Roses the movie, um, right? Which is true, but the first one was what Led Zeppelin the movie. So right, you know, um, the soundtrack was good. Uh, I personally, I love the goats. The goats still didn't get old. Um, you were a fan of the goats as well, right? I did. I thought it, yeah. it was hilarious. It was really funny. Yeah. Um, really cool. I, I, I like that movie a lot more than it's, you know, for whatever reason, when I, I see like reviews of it online, like people weren't, we're kind of panning it almost like has, has yeah. Taika lost his touch. And like it's crazy to me because I, I really, really enjoyed it. And anybody that I talked to personally, who's watched it also really enjoyed it. So, I don't know. Tycho, you still got it. I'm, Same. I'm happy. I think, I I think really he still has it. it. I think a lot of people's main concern about it was the tone, right? Like, they felt like it was the tone, tonal differences for what he was trying to accomplish versus what he did just didn't work. And I was like, man, like, have you seen a Tycho movie? <laughs> you know? I know. Like, I mean, Jojo Rabbit. Like, oh, like come on. It's a, it's a comedy based during the Holocaust. I mean, yeah do that and taika pulled it off like i love jojo rabbit uh, it's one of my favorite movies and yeah to have a yeah you have the dark subject matter and it's uh i think it works with his with his style taika has that kind of rare capability of, of storytelling where he can make you cry laughing and also just make you cry yeah. um you know within minutes of each other like you just insane. like you know i think i think it's just truth to storytelling right if you're just telling the story that needs to be told you know you can like you know legitimately juggle these tones absolutely um, and it, it shouldn't like you know overshadow something else or or um i don't know i i don't think it cheapens the experience at all same um, so same. I, I really if anything it. to me honestly it kind of makes it more human in a way mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. it has all these 
real reactions that I think when, you know, most people I know, at least when they're faced with something tragic, it's, it's, it doesn't become obviously a joke, but it, it's their way of coping with these situations. Yeah. You know? And something like, you know, like we talked to Jojo rabbit that had that, you know, it was just his way of coping with the tragedy, the horrors of that right. time, you know, and I felt like it actually got more people, especially younger people kind of interested in that period of history and more, they related more to what happened to, to be able to go back and look at it through a different lens. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, and I think movies, uh, movies like that have the power to do that, but, um, but don't worry guys, this isn't going to be about Thor. This whole <laughs> podcast isn't about Thor, but it was a really, really fun uh, experience. And this kid's my Marvel buddy. So we go watch all of them, uh, except during the summer when he goes up with his, um, his uh, Mima Mipa, they, you know, Marvel's been releasing more and more during the summer. So harder for us to kind of keep up. But um, but yeah, we checked that out today. My wife and daughter went to go watch uh, Minions uh, Rise of Gru. Is that what this one's called? Yeah. I think um, they enjoyed it. You know, my daughter's into that kind of stuff. So um, it's been a good weekend. Um, and Christian, you said you've had a good weekend, a lot of work and fun stuff like that. Fun, fun work stuff. I, I kind of want to re. I, we watched. They released recently, um, like two parts of like the making of Arcane. Oh, okay. um, I don't know if you guys like. You know, they came. It released like back in December. He, I he, he's watched. I, it. I watched all of it. Gorgeous. It's yeah. so good. Like Kevin, have you not seen it? I have not. It's 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 been on my list. It's been on my list. Worth for it. So worth long. it. Um, I don't play League of Legends. Um, I'm. I don't, I couldn't care less for League of Legends. So I wasn't like anticipating Arcane in any capacity. I think it was just like, I heard it was good. Right. Um, my girlfriend and I popped it on in passing. We were like, you know, eating and they're like, let's watch something while we're eating. Um, and then we stayed up all night, um, kind of binged as much as we could. It's so gorgeous. Uh, I know it's nominated for like nine Emmys. Yeah. Um, it better, it better win 12. Like I, it's in a year where marvel released their first animated series mm. arcane put it to sh absolute shame like no, I, like i yeah i was not even not not to poo poo because i know a lot of people that worked on what if right um, i just i lost interest in what if and arcane yeah. for a story that i know nothing about um it totally grabbed me the animation is incredible and gorgeous like i can't recommend it it was my favorite entertainment of last year of 2021 that's, cool. that's yeah. good this kid he's been trying to get me to watch it i've listened I to the soundtrack i have the soundtrack the soundtrack is really good like, yeah it's a lot of fun I, forced, I pretty much forced him to listen to the yeah. soundtrack yeah it's yeah that the enemy song it gets yeah. it gets in my head and it it oh, yeah. makes me just reminds me of arcane and that's why i love it so what about um, playground which one i don't know which if i have to hear it by being miller i yeah, I don't know. I, I if I hear it, I, I might know. But yeah, um, yeah, I, everything that like was a part of that was just really, really cool. That that it was one season, six episodes, like six hours of animation, and it took them seven years to do it. Um, so yeah, there is a, like so far like a two part making of that in it of itself is like a, a really harrowing story of how it mm -hmm. was made. So. Um, it's definitely worth checking out. So that that was a lot of fun. I kind of re want to rewatch cool. Arcane after that, and still reeling from Sandman because that was fantastic. Yeah, we still well. need to w watch Sandman. Sandman's on the list. Um, speaking of making ofs, have you had a chance to check out the Light and Magic um, documentary on Disney Plus? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. No, we we haven't we haven't either. But it's that's like at the top of my list to be honest right now because I love that stuff. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, it's um, kind of the whole you know the journey of industrial light and magic um, from their beginnings. You know, creating the special effects for this little movie called Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> I'm the one who brought up Star Wars in this podcast, um, <laughs> right? Um, you know, all the way up to you know they pretty much had a hand in every single you know big budget blockbuster movie ever since um you know stay for the credits of 
any you know any uh, big budget blockbuster, and you're gonna most likely gonna see Industrial Light and Magic on there. Um, so that's on Disney Plus. I think it's like what eight or seven or eight episodes. I think they're pretty long, like an hour long. But um, looks good. Looks good. Um, Sandman streaming as well on Netflix. We haven't watched that either. We're really bad. But one movie that we did watch last night again. Did you ever see Uncharted, Christian? I started it. Okay, uh, we watched that again last night, and I uh, actually I think it's fine. I enjoy it actually. It's not bad. It's I'm a sucker for those adventure kind of treasure hunting type movies. And- I am. I am. You. I. Okay. So, I, I have you guys played all the games too? Like, <laughs> no, I've only played like some of the first game to be honest, and just because I didn't have a PlayStation for so long that I haven't really been able to dive into that series yet. Uh, it's it's a fantastic series. And I, that's I what think I've that. Heard. There's a I reason why I like, do this winter break. Yeah, man. I I know that they remastered some of like the like the first two. Like my first introduction to the whole series was the second one. Um nice. and then it, incredible. Uh and then you I kind of went back and played, but I played all of them. Uh I love the story so much. And here's the thing, I like Tom Holland. Right. I, just I think he's the wrong the wrong casting for it. Um and even I know that I've never played the games. And I was like, I, the first time I saw it, it really bothered me. I was like, this is Peter Parker going on. Yeah. Trends. Yeah. And, but so I'm trying to see past it. Cause they do like a lot of like, you know, like his brother, Sam, that whole storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool that they're doing it. I also think Mark Wahlberg is wrong for Sully also. Right. Um, they're both supposed to be a little bit older than what they yeah. look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wahlberg was, I think, originally set to yeah. play um, Nathan. Because I, I know originally the, the whole treatment that they were looking to do with the movies was he was it was a family of it was like him, his wife, his kids, and they were all treasure hunters. And I was like, that's not Uncharted right, at all. Right. Um, so I'm glad they didn't do that, at least. Um, so I haven't finished the movie, so I, I don't want to pass judgment yet. Um, no, I hear you. I, I I still have a hard time picturing Holland as Nathan Drake, just from what I know of Nathan Drake. Um, it, you know, you've seen, you know, if you're into video games at all, like, you know what Uncharted is, you know the character, you know, right. you know, you've heard these, you know, you've heard their voices, you've seen cutscenes, you've seen this, you've seen that, and he's nowhere near what I imagine Nathan Drake would be. It's just like, was to cast it. I get why they casted him. He's super hot at the moment. And right. I, yeah. I like him. Yeah. It's just you casting Same. Tom Holland when Nathan Fillion exists in the world. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nathan Fillion is just, he's, that dude's perfect. He needs to be in everything. Yeah. He's like, he's got that Bruce Campbell-ness about him. Yeah. That's exactly. just like perfect in any role. Like you mm-hmm. can just throw him in something and he will just, he will just kill it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's on Netflix. If y'all are, are tempted to watch, um, but that's not why we were here today to talk about. No. Today we are going to be talking about some movie news, some interesting movie news, uh, some, well, let's face it, it's rumor, rumored movie news, but um, it's still fun to think about nonetheless what it could be um, and what we're getting ourselves into. Um, so first, let's start with Sony and Sony's Spider-Verse, which we're all... <laughs> deep, deep breath, breath there um we're all um anxious to see what they do next um so i don't have to explain the sony multiverse to people listening i'm sure so i'm not going to um but if you want to get uh, an education you can always google it and see what the difference is between the main mcu and the sony um sony verse um so they've uh, released what so you know, in this new kind of era of Sony multiverse, they've released Venom. Um, they've released Venom 2. And they released everyone's memeable favorite, Morbius. Um, the next one on the docket is, well, we can also talk about Into the Spider-Verse, but those are those feel like a different thing. Those it's unrelated, even, right. It, like it's that's... unrelated. Um, the next big one coming down the pipeline is Madam Web. Um, so... I'm going to be 100% honest with you. This isn't a character I know a whole lot about. Um, I've seen the character. I know a little bit about who they are. Um, Christian, are you familiar with Madam Web at all? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Comics and everything. Okay. I mean, well enough. Well, well enough. enough. Okay. Right. Um, so we've got some um, casting uh, 
you know, we've got some confirmed castings. Um, we've got a couple confirmed on who they're playing. Uh, the other ones are just rumors at this point, but I kind of just wanted to go down the list real quick and just kind of see what we think about all these. And then we'll get to the really crazy, um, bizarre um, characters that the last couple especially are going to be playing. Um, so first we have Dakota Johnson, who's going to be playing Cassandra Webb. Um, so from my understanding and everything I've seen and everything I've heard, um, this is an older version of Madam Webb, correct? Like, like the, the original. Uh, the original. Yeah. Um, I like Dakota Johnson. I think she's she's uh, fine. It kind of put me off a little bit with the Fifty Shades movies, but she's kind of paved her own path since then. She's doing pretty interesting stuff now, I think. Yeah. Um, she kind of went down that uh, Kristen Stewart route, right? And Robert right. Pattinson from like Twilight and all these things. So um, she's going to be playing Cassandra Webb. Um, Sydney Sweeney, um, who I'm not very familiar with. I know she was in Euphoria. Um, and I know she's been in a few things here and there. Mm. She's going to be playing a character called Julia Carpenter, who is also Madame Webb, right? Like the her protege, essentially. Yeah, like another Madame. See, this much I don't know. Like I know okay. of Madame Webb, but I didn't know that there were multiple iterations. of. Yeah, so th there was a rumor. I mean, no one really <laughs> knew who she was playing for a while. And again, all of this is pretty much confirmed. Um, still take it with a grain of salt, but it's been pretty, um, it's been reported from multiple outlets from pretty reliable sources. So um, so it was kind of rumored for a while with her. No one really knew who she was going to be playing. It was either going to be Black Cat, Silver Sable, um, even Spider-Gwen was up to question. But apparently she's going to be playing um, Julia Carpenter, who is her, you know, Cassandra's protege. Mm -hmm. um, we have Celeste O'Connor as Maddie Franklin. Um, Maddie Franklin is a character, again, I'm not super familiar with. Um, mm. She's Spider-Woman. Um, so she's going to be playing Spider-Woman in the, the movie. Um, Isabella Merced is going to be playing Anya Corazon, who is also known as Spider-Girl. Um, she's going to be playing Spider-Girl in the movie. Um, and now this is where it's going to get very, very interesting. And it kind of makes us, you know, I think it's a, it, it is a cool idea. Um, but what exactly this movie is going to be is up for, uh, it's, it's a huge question mark right now. Um, so Adam Scott, we all know Adam Scott. Adam Scott's great. He's amazing. Um, Parks and Rec, Step Brothers, um, Severance <laughs> on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, he's going to be playing Ben Parker, a version of ben, ben Parker that we have not seen, a younger version of Ben Parker, obviously. Um, there have been set photos of him in an ambulance getup or a um, EMT getup. So he's apparently going to be an ambulance driver in this Um how or an ben EMT. Par How many more Ben Parkers are we going to get? Well, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the question, though. Like, what is this movie? What, 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 how many times are we going to see Uncle Ben die? I think you mean to ask. Like, we <laughs> haven't actually had a story with Uncle Ben being a character. You know, he's, he's a, obviously the biggest what arguably one of the biggest obviously the biggest character in Peter Peter Parker's life. Like, that's why he becomes Spider-Man. Right. But we haven't had like a, you know, a Ben Parker story in these, in, in anything we've seen so far. Um, and I also wanted to add to the list, uh, Emma Roberts is apparently going to be playing Mary Parker, um, Peter Parker's mom. Uh, apparently she's going to be pregnant in this movie. And we can all assume that obviously that baby in her tummy is Peter Parker. Um mm -hmm. So that leads us to kind of question, like, what exactly is this movie going to be? Um, we've been watching kind of YouTube videos and different yeah. theories and stuff. And one of my favorite theories is that it's going to be almost like a, uh, a Terminator situation where someone is going to try to go back in time and destroy Peter Parker before he's even born. Um, and that's why you have Uncle Ben and Mary Parker. You might try to either kill uncle ben before peter parker can become you know seek revenge and become spider-man or kill peter parker before he's you know kill mary parker essentially before peter parker is even born um what do you think christian what do you what what are your thoughts on this uh these casting um rumors and um do you think i mean i think they're pretty true i think they're fairly true at least 90 percent and i think yeah it's interesting <clears throat> 
I think a lot of it's corroborated by actually like set photos um, with, you know, um, Adam Scott um, on set with, um, I I forget already, uh, who is it? uh, Roberts? Yeah, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Um, So that's interesting. That's cool. I don't honestly, like, here's here's my whole take on this whole thing. If there's anybody who's been so desperate to to start a a cinematic universe at Sony, it's like... You know, like Universal tried, and they're like, ah, never mind. Like mm-hmm. they, with their whole like Universal Monsters, Monsters yeah. Um, you know, DC's. I mean, they're desperately trying to. Warner Brothers is desperately trying. Like we're we're about to talk about this later, but like yeah. to the point that like with all of the craziness that's going on, they still haven't like officially. Anyway, like I, I don't, I don't know how. I already like. I think one of the things that we're also forgetting is that there's a Craven movie that's set to release in January. Oh, that's right of that's 2023, right. which is right around the corner. That's right. Um. So with and again, like with the treatment that like Aaron Taylor Johnson himself has like stated that like oh he's like an antihero and mm-hmm. he's actually the son of the Craven as we know him. So he's not. So I'm like, how many of their villains? Yeah, are they just turning? They don't have access to Spider Man, so they just do all of his like secondary characters. Right. But like now with Madam Web, like we're getting into like tertiary characters, and like I, I get it, I get it. But and, like the only thing that's interesting to me is like, okay, let's do an Uncle Ben before yeah. Uncle Ben. That's actually kind of interesting. And then casting Adam Scott, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess if you're going to do a time travel thing, you kind of have to do madam web because as far as i remember like she kind of exists in like all realities and like okay, she's yeah. like a non-linear character that like is existing at, at all times right so like that makes sense right that she would be there um and she's kind of like the the entity that kind of binds all of the multiple iterations of spider-man that we get so right. it's cool that we're getting all like the different spider women Right, I think that that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so I, I guess, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I just haven't liked anything that Sony's done. Like, I didn't like Venom. Same. I really didn't like Venom too. Um, Morbius, was Morbius yeah. was like it was just. I I think it was fun to see. To see Tom. Um, oh my God, what's his last name? The guy who plays Venom. Oh. Um, yes. Tom Holland. No, uh, no, 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 no. Not Tom, Tom Holland. Uh, Tom, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Thank you. Yeah. Tom Hardy has a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, oh my god. And I, why can't I think of anybody's name? Um, uh, but the the amazing actor, God, why can't who plays oh, Carnage? Matt, Matt Smith. Uh, Matt Smith was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He was probably like the best part of Morbius. Um, <laughs> the dance scene he has. He, I think he was the only one who was like, oh, wait, no, no, I get it. I get what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. I think he was the only one. Um, Absolutely. He was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, the guy, oh my God. He played Carnage. I can't think of his name. Oh yeah, uh, Woody Harrelson. Um, Woody Harrelson, thank, yeah. thank you. Um, he was a lot of fun too. It was it's just, I don't know, man. I I feel I, like it's like they don't really get these characters, so it's kind of I agree. I think I feel like I feel like Sony is just they're just making movies to keep the rights, right? Like right. they're not getting people who I mean, I'm not saying that uh, you know, either Ruben Fleischer or Andy Circus even don't care about these characters per se, but I don't feel like they're allowed to really explore these characters. Like these right. People who are writing them and directing them, I feel like they care about them, but I, I don't feel like they're able to really explore who they are and what they want to do with these characters. They're essentially directors for hire, right? Right. Um, you would think someone like Andy Serkis would have a little bit more pull, you know? I mean, not that he's like huge name when it but comes he's still, to- But he's still Andy Serkis. Yeah, he's still Andy Serkis. Like you, give, right. you, you let the guy do what he wants to do, you know? Um, yeah, he's claw. Yeah, he's Claw. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, he's but Claw, I think, he's Spiegel, he's yeah, he's spent, Caesar. He's, he's amazing. Uh, it, and I think that, um, yeah, I think this Madam Web and even Craven, like you brought up, um, is going to be just kind of more of the same, to be honest. And 
and that's not to say that like you know a lot of the times people go watch a marvel movie and they're like that was just like the last marvel movie listen i sometimes agree with that notion right like they're not all super original or these super you know high high concept um ideas but i feel like sony just doesn't care like they just want to keep these rights they just want to keep these characters so they're just going to pump out whatever they can um like because we're going to talk about it in a little bit like the whole like flash situation and we kind of have talked about at least on another podcast we've talked about the Batgirl situation right and I go back and forth because like it sucks for the creators uh but I think like something like that there should have been some oversight before we got that far absolutely if 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 you're this far like into production like I think obviously I, I I think that a studio should like do whatever they can to like make something try to be successful with it you know what I mean instead of just right canning the whole thing i think also if 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 they were canning this for money reasons there's other ways to like they could have still released it and still gotten their money back on like tax return or something but anyway i i think like with sony it's exactly like you said i think it's more about like retaining the license it's about um you know making a profit for the quarter you know it's just making sure that they have stuff but they're the problem is they're oversaturating the market right like they're, they're just absolutely adding to the whole superhero fatigue problem absolutely and and they're kind of the reason why I think people are so down on superhero movies, right? Because right. it does seem like kind of a downgrade from, you know, what could be. And I was reading an interview with, um, gosh, who was it? Um, the creator of Lost, not J.J. Abrams, but Damon Lindelof, I believe mm-hmm. his name is. And he did an interview where he was talking about superhero movies, of course, because they have to ask everybody about superhero movies, (laughs) especially if they don't care about superhero movies. And they um, and he was talking about how Marvel, his idea for Marvel, which I think I'm on board with, is release less movies, (laughs) release less um, less IP into the world as superhero movies in general, you know, need to my ideal Marvel slate would be maybe one big movie a year and maybe one tv show you know what i mean but right now we're getting what three four movies a year and then like three movies a year and then multiple shows multiple shows yeah and it's just this fatigue and then you know when you have sony piling on that and you have warner brothers piling on that right like you're getting at least five six seven superhero movies a year and then that's not including all the TV shows and everything and animated movies, I guess, if you want to count those, but those aren't as prevalent in the market. Those are good. Um, those are good um, from DC at least, but, um, right, right. I but agree. I think, I think, I think you're right. I think they're just adding to this, the bigger problem, right? The superhero fatigue. It's, I, I mean, I get, it's like, they want to strike while, while the iron's hot, you know what I mean? But like, I think they're, <laughs> they're the ones dipping the, Dipping yeah. the steel into the the oil, like they're you're cooling it, bro. Like they are. It's not you're not keeping it hot. So no, it's true. It's very um, true. And I, I, it's just it's like if I don't know, I, I get it. I guess if like if any superhero has like a really good rogues gallery, for me, mm-hmm. it's Batman has like the best rogues gallery. Absolutely. He has the best films. I think second to that would be, I guess, I would say Spider Man. Um, you know, like the most notable villains. Um, I I mean Spider Man X Men you can go either way for me but like yeah. yeah I guess Spider Man so if you it's just like it's just weird to like release a bunch of like if you had a, a Two Face movie and then a Scarecrow movie and yeah. like Bat Batman was never in any of them so weird and then you made them all kind of good guys like like what are you guys what are you guys doing yeah like, and then ultimately be- if the goal is to like oh we're we're eventually gonna get Tom Holland in here. And then he's just going to be beating up a bunch of people that we like now. Yeah, exactly. So, like, exactly. is this working? Is this going to work? I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah, know no, I don't think. Idea. I know exactly what you mean, especially when you're, you're turning all these bad guys good. No one wants to see it. Like, yeah. I want to see you know Spider Man beat down on Venom a little bit. You know, I want to see that fight happen. We're not. I mean, see that fight. You and I had this conversation about the joker movie the walking phoenix yes. joker movie and i think yeah. we're both on the same page with this um i think a couple weeks ago we had that like chat um <laughs> uh, the online chat about yeah, like, i remember that everything yep. and then i forget who it was i think nick was like oh lady gaga no way um i 
so don't care about it that that's actually really interesting to me like the addition of lady gaga so i'm like i'm i'm more interested now that i know that lady gaga is part of it so same um the fact that it's a musical like like, i'm in yeah yeah. let's go cool i like i i didn't think this thing needed a sequel but like this now i'm actually interested absolutely me too um citrus talking about superheroes and you you kind of (laughs) brought it up earlier um you know, more more Ezra Miller news, more drama with this kid. Um, look, um, so we're going to talk about just just real quick about Warner Brothers, um, what they kind of, you know, the, it's kind of been from from sources inside their, the three choices that they're looking at right now, um, what they're looking at, the possibilities are. And um, so there are three things that are going to be um, kind of you know, what the, What are they going to do about the Ezra Miller situation, about the Flash? Um, so the first option um, is to, he's going to get better. He's going to go get help. He's going to um, do press for the movie. He's going to do an interview stating why, what happened, um, how we messed up. And basically go on like nothing happened at that point. He'll do press, not as much as he probably normally would, but limited press. And um, he'll just kind of come out and say, listen, guys, I messed up. I'm better now. Trust me. We're good to go. This is their Uh, most optimistic option. It is. And, you know, as much as as we kind of joke or whatever about um, the situation, I think we're all on the same page. Like we Every, no one wants to see anyone go down this path you know someone can really get hurt someone uh, he can hurt himself um you know we just want him to get better right uh that's just kind of a basic human you know care right. for your fellow human you know that's that th- that's the most optimistic one um there are multiple issues with that though like let's say it does happen right Ezra Miller he comes in he's like look guys I messed up he gets better. He does all this thing. Um, but then you have to worry about, so at that point, do you still keep him on board? Um, he's still a liability, even though he's apologized and supposedly better. Um, do we still keep him on board? Do we still recast him? What do we do at that point? Right. I think that creates kind of a whole other kind of chain of issues for Warner brothers. Um, if they went down that route. Um, and it, I did read news earlier this week that Ezra Miller has been shooting reshoots with Warner Brothers as recently as this summer. Yes. A few weeks ago. Insane. Insanity. Like uh, he's, he's a wanted man. Like he's um, apparently been out with his mom a lot. Like his mom's kind of been helping him get through some things, which is great. Again, I hope he gets help. Um, But I also hope he comes clean and is like, you know, he pays for what he did. And he admits what he did and then life goes on, right? Like he serves time if he needs to, he does whatever he needs to do. Um, Number two is um, they release the movie as is. They totally ignore the Ezra Miller situation and just do press, limited press, as much limited press as they can um, with their cast that's in it now and just kind of pretend like it didn't happen, release it in theaters and move on. Which I think is the most realistic option. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that one's going to happen if any of them are going to happen. And of course, number three is just scrapping the movie altogether. Uh, Batgirl situation. Um, of course, we're looking at a... Bigger... Which is the most pessimistic. <laughs> it, it is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you're li- Batgirl was, what, 90 million to make. Um, this one, 300 million. Um, I don't think Warner Brothers is going to take that big a loss. Um, I don't think, I think this one's probably the least, um, uh, the, the least viable option right now for Warner Brothers. I right. don't think they're going to do that. Um, so when, you think option two as well? Like that's I, I mean, sitting. I think it's optimistic, realistic, and then pessimistic when it comes down to it. Um, Nolan is convinced that they're going to cancel it. And I, Dude, if they were going to cancel, they would have canceled a long time ago. Absolutely. You know, like they they want to release this movie so desperately. And I think, A, because people are like, you know, what's the difference? The difference is they think this is a really good movie. Right. right this is right. like tested really well. The other thing, too, is I, from what I understand, this the future of the DC extended universe kind of relies on this movie. Like this is going to reset the new Batman moving forward. This is going to reset Absolutely. back Superwoman or Supergirl 
moving forward. So, you know what I mean? Like they, they're kind of, they kind of have a lot relying on this. Um, and I think if they scrap this, not only are they losing a lot of stuff, uh, but I think they have to re- rethink their direction, you know, yeah. which I think they need to do that anyway, but absolutely. Um, oh yeah. Dude. So <laughs> I, I get like, it's, it's crazy to me that like, I, I see both ways. Like how can, how can they release this? He's, he's literally grooming children. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like assaulting strangers. Uh, he's breaking and entering like theft. Like this is like felony stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and like, I, I think, and I don't want to look at it as like Warner brothers supporting him necessarily. Right. Um, but it's also like, there's, there's a, a thousand other people, you know, working on this project. Absolutely. Um, so I, I also understand that it's, it's a really difficult thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I don't envy Warner brothers. I don't envy DC because between this, um, the whole background situation, Amber heard like, all the stuff that they're dealing with is just they can't catch a break dude they're um they're they're drowning <laughs> yeah not, and it's not yeah. just uh you know their dc department uh which we'll get to actually something uh, uh just kind of a quick subject i kind of wanted to touch on in a little bit here having to do with warner brothers um but first let's talk about um do you have so you know the i we're gonna have to cast recast ezra miller eventually right like ezra miller He's not doing the flash anymore after this. I, I will back. put money down that he's already been fired. Yes. Like there's he's Same. definitely nothing, nothing's going on after this Same. for sure. I completely agree. Um, so uh then we get into the question of recasting. Who would we want, you know, uh, not necessarily who we think they're gonna recast, but who would we want personally to <clears throat> play the flash, Barry Allen? Um, and I think a lot of people are rallying behind it, and it seems like an obvious choice, but um, Eli, if you want to say who you think should uh, replace would, Barry Allen, I would say Grant Justin, the CW ver- the CW Flash, the CW Flash, and I think I think it could work. I think it'd be kind of interesting to give him a new upgraded suit, do kind of a new whole thing because technically he is in the DCEU. Yeah. Um, they have, you know, I don't know. Do you watch the Flash, Christian? I, I know that they have crossed paths. Okay, like, yeah, right. There was that, had that, that that scene where they were together. Ezra. Yeah. Which is a really cool moment. Like I was pretty stoked about that. I we watched we watched it for a while. We've kind of fallen off lately, but it's just a fun, fun show. And I think right. Justin is I think he's a good choice. I think he's a I think he's a good actor. I think he can pull it off. But I do think I don't obviously don't think Warner Brothers is gonna, you know, they're gonna look for a name, right? Or at least someone right. that they can market. Um, and they could market Grant but I don't think he's super marketable to the point where Warner brothers is going to hire him as the official flash for the movies. Um, right. Well, then again, he, he's a fan favorite. Oh, and he is. He would draw more people to the movies than Ezra. Would. I think it's a big possibility. Um, so actually it's funny since we talked about him earlier, I was just thinking about it, trying to figure out who I think the flash should be. I think they should just, you know, I mean, yeah, he's Spider-Man too, but just Tom Holland. Just Tom Holland as as the Flash, as Barry. You know what? I think what I realized, what I liked about Tom Holland, and I've seen in an interview that this was what he was going for. Mm -hmm. But like, first of all, I don't think like if there's a movie that should never be remade, it's Back to the Future. Oh, absolutely. Like never. But if they were to, I think he's perfect. Right? Like he's kind Mm -hmm. of. But he said himself. He was like, I, I'm trying to like emulate Marty McFly. Like, I'm trying to be oh. this generation's Michael J. Fox, which I'm like, I see it. And I think like had they made a Spider-Man movie in the Absolutely. 80s, Michael J. Fox would have been a perfect Peter Parker. Absolutely. Also. Um, he would be perfect. I think that's really funny. I was just I was thinking that in my head as a joke. I, I like I, I like Same. I mean at this point, just because the Stranger Things is still fresh in my head, like I like Joe Keery. Um for a lot of things right now, I want him as like he's my casting for Human Torch. Um, I think he would be also a really fun Flash. That's um, I never thought I didn't think about that, Steve. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Steve would be I think a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Also, while we're on the subject, um, even Eddie, uh, Eddie, the guy who played Eddie Munson, that actor would be. I a think lot of that fun. I think that's Time the casting right there. Warner Brothers, if you're listening, get him. Yeah. You yeah, will not regret it. I'm Hollywood sure. just needs him in more things. Like that guy is so charismatic. Oh um, yeah, he's so great. Uh, so, Dude, um, I you know what? 
that's it. That's my casting. Is I, I need to look up his name because I, I don't want to keep calling him Eddie. Uh, Joe something. Um, dude, like that's actually perfect casting right there. That's 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 you know what? That's going to be the official official my public life as an American nerd podcast, <laughs> uh, casting of the Flash. And if it happens, Warner Brothers, send it over uh, to Christian. Joseph um, Quinn, you can have that for Joseph free. Quinn, Brothers. Yes. I don't think like because if you're looking to replace, people are going to be like, "Oh man!" And if you use him, like nobody will be upset. People will be like, "Oh yeah, I'm no. on board." Like everybody would love that. So that is perfect uh, casting. You just stole this game. It's all yours, one hundred percent. I think I think that I'm even be... going to back down and agree with that. <laughs> I think that would be perfect. Um, so speaking of Warner Brothers, real quick, um, I kind of wanted to talk about their gaming stuff because um, right. I, I was reading a report today that they're actually questioning the future of their Warner Brothers games, WB games. Um, hmm. Not to the extent of uh, shutting it down or anything, but just kind of restructuring and what they're going to do moving forward. Um, and one of their games coming out soon is is the uh, Harry Potter um, Hogwarts Legacy game, which is going to be a huge open war- world uh, Hogwarts game, which sounds really cool, really fun. And I... Um, I brought up what I brought up earlier because of the whole JK Rowling situation and Warner brothers and Warner brothers just likes to get themselves deeper and deeper into their holes. Um, whether or oh not my you gosh. believe with their stuff and everything, <laughs> but um, you know, JK Rowling still on Twitter um, still talking a lot. Um, but I think uh, Harry Potter itself as a franchise has kind of moved on past her to where it's, 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 um, it's kind of become its own entity, which I think is fantastic. And some some things can do that, right? Like, I feel like, you know, you're talking about actors and actresses. It's a little bit harder because, um, because they're there, right? You see their faces, you know who they are. Um, but I feel like someone like, you know, JK Rowling or even, uh, you know, directors, writers, even you can, you know, I hate to say ignore the situations, but you could pretend like, you know, you can move on past that and kind of create this whole new world life for these things that they're they've created right um <clears throat> but anyways that's kind of besides the point but warner brothers yeah they um they're talking about their games department uh hogwarts legacy has was supposed to come out in december it's been pushed back to february of 2023 um it looks like a fun game is coming out for uh xbox uh or next generation xbox playstation 5 there's also supposedly a switch version in the works uh, which is going to be interesting. Um, are you a Harry Potter fan at all, Christian? I am not the biggest. Okay, um, but... I have. I my my girlfriend is a huge fan, um, so okay. I am very familiar with. I have a shirt that I feel like a poser when I wear it. Oh, dude, um, I have. So, so do I. Yeah, I I've got caught, man. Somebody, um, I was. I think we were at a comic book shop, and I was wearing a Hogwarts shirt, and the the woman behind the desk she was like, "Cool shirt." She's like, "What house are you?" And I was like, "Oh." Uh, and I looked at my girlfriend and she just, she so quickly turned away and just abandoned me. Oh, um, man. And so I, it was at the time um, Game of Thrones was really popular. So jokingly, I said, oh, I'm House Stark. And she gave me the dirtiest look. She was like, you don't know. What? <laughs> what? And I was like, oh, and I'm like, I was just kidding. And then, uh, yeah, I felt, I felt horrible. You know, so I'm not a huge fan either, but I know I'm a Hufflepuff and I know <laughs> this kid. Well, what are you? Slytherin. you're a Slytherin yeah he's a Slytherin um and uh we went to go watch uh we went down to San Francisco uh at the beginning of the year to go check out the Harry Potter Potter Harry Potter Harry Potter and the Cursed Child show down in the live uh sequel that they did uh, mm-hmm. which was really really cool and I got this really cool uh Voldemort shirt um that has to do with the play and everything and uh I do kind of feel weird wearing it sometimes because I'm like I know what this is and I love it. I love the design. I, I think it's an amazing shirt. Um, but I, I am kind of bummed. No one's no one's kind of asked me about it and be like, hey, where'd you get that shirt? That's a cool shirt. <laughs> but um but uh, yeah, it was uh it was good times. And so I'm a Harry Potter fan. We are too. So that game looks really, really cool. Yeah, um, it does. Really, it really does. Yeah, we're really, really excited to check it out. Um, and it comes out next year and it my wife is super, that's the whole reason. So she says, she says she bought the PS5 for me. Um, but that is the whole reason why she bought a PS5. You guys got, you got it. We got it. Yeah. Did I tell you about that? Hey, yeah. awesome. No, I didn't. It, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We got it. Um, and that's the only reason uh, she, uh, 
she 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 got it so she's gonna be still in that as soon as that game <laughs> i was like i was like just get the switch version you can play it on your 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 game system. Help, yeah um i'm thinking about getting but, a job and getting it just so i can annoy my mom well yeah i mean, <laughs> i hey like games like that though i don't recommend for the switch and even my wife she uh she even admits that like kind of being with me she's learned a lot more about gaming systems you know and what mm -hmm. they're what they're capable of and she's like i'm not getting it on the switch right she's like right. i'm not which is smart so i don't blame her for that um, have you guys been playing anything on the ps5 um so i've been playing spider-man finally because yeah. i i missed out on ps4 altogether oh so you're just playing the the first spider-man game. yeah so. playing the first spider-man uh i played stray um and uh just kind of easing in i downloaded we got the ps pro the, mm. the the subscription the highest tier one so we got I got so many games that I was able, you know, um, the system came with Horizon Dawn or Zero Horizon Dawn 2. Yeah. Uh, so I, but I haven't played the first one yet. So I went to download the first one. I'm going to start that soon. I got definitely the last of play us the first downloaded. One. Um, some quick recommendations and maybe we should do this off. Oh, um, definitely install the M.2, like the SSD, because oh, you okay. only get like less than a terabyte of memory. I think you're going to run out of room soon. Yeah, I know um so i that was one of the first things i did and then once you install it you can switch over all the games to the, oh, the terabyte cool. so i think for like 160 you can install a whole terabyte internally um just, oh, really? just like a, a regular computer like an m.2 um, okay ssd yeah very so. cool i'll have to check that out because yeah i'm you know i'm not too precious about my game so once i'm done with them i'll like delete it you know because like the right. the save stuff still saves but the, the game stuff so right uh like I, I i beat stray so i i just deleted that one and um yeah like i said right now i'm playing spider-man which is a lot of fun uh, i so, love that game it's so uh, much fun i'm only getting caught up so i'm like i'm very add about games like that so i get like if i'm swinging somewhere up to a mission and i hear a crime i have to go take care of that crime. yeah it's driving same. me insane <laughs> so like i played for a couple hours the other day i didn't get anywhere like i was just you did not i was i did not i was just stopping crimes i will i will say we that game came out around um red dead redemption 2 came out around oh, the same gosh. time as yeah. that and we played kind of them back to back and my, I, I like to kind of parcel out my time. And so I don't go through everything. My girlfriend, like like any TV show or whatever, she likes to do everything as fast as possible. Right. <laughs> so um, she finished Spider-Man and just was like on me about, she's like, did you have to finish it? Because the story, and I'm like, I, I, I without spoiling anything, I will say Spider-Man made me cry. It brought me to tears. Um, that ending of that was so I'm good. I'm super excited, man. I'm, I I really want to play the Miles extension too, expansion. Um. Mm. So um yeah, I'm excited to hopefully hopefully I get my ADD in check enough to be like, okay, I don't need to stop oh, every single crime. I just need to go, <laughs> like I want to do the story. I haven't even got to like, so I haven't gotten very far yet. Um, I've just been swinging around. I haven't really fought any villains either, except for like the the henchmen, the uh, right. Oh, and um what's a kingpin at the very beginning. Right, um, right. But the story with him and Dr. Octavius is building up a little bit more and um so oh it's so yeah. good it's such a good game dude i'm excited to challenge i'm excited to finish it up so that'll be fun so um yeah check out for that game uh, hogwarts legacy comes out february of next year um one last thing i wanted to talk about real quick before we start before we wrap things up here is the um uh jurassic world dominion is going to be hitting blu-ray and dvd i believe this week uh or i know it's on video on demand right now um and they're releasing an extended cut of that um of that <laughs> it was definitely a movie um of that film um i don't know uh you know the only thing that i've been able to kind of gather is new on it is that prologue right the prologue that they released which was better than the movie itself yeah um like it was the movie i was hoping it would be uh there's that prologue i was hoping the movie would be that it wasn't that, but you can find that on YouTube. And look, guys, I'm not yeah. discouraging you. If you like Jurassic World Dominion, um, anyone listening, good. I'm I'm happy someone. <laughs> um, you know, um, and Christian, I assume you weren't a big fan of it. I never saw it. I, that, I oh, actually. Okay, so it's... I won't. I won't. Um, I won't. You can spoil it all you want. I I haven't liked the Jurassic Park movie since the first one. So yeah, I've so seen all um, of them except for this one. So yeah, it's just um, I'm not going to spoil it per se. But there's there's locusts, big locusts involved now. Yeah, I think um, that was like the main whole point of the yeah 
like and what? You get the, the main cast and you just totally drop the ball like uh, you have all these wonderful actors you have all these people coming back and the, the ball just drops like it's like not they don't even try they're just like okay let's just have these people here for screen time we're going to make some money with this let's let them do whatever they want and so i could maybe understand that some of it has covid related right like i could assume that there are scenes where, you know, there's never really scenes where they're all together. Um, and you can kind of tell these COVID productions have been, you know, they kind of right. separate the stories. Um, and I kind of feel like this was a victim of that. But I also don't feel like I had co- confidence in Colin Trevorrow in the first place. Um, yeah. Even yeah. though, you know, I, I think Safety Not Guaranteed is one of my, is just an amazing movie. Like that movie got him the job on Jurassic World the first I love that movie fantastic yes I didn't realize that was him so good yeah that's him and then he did uh the book of Henry which you know he was slated to direct uh Star Wars episode was it episode nine I think he was slated to direct episode nine but he came out with the book of Henry and he got fired from episode nine because of that movie um and then Jurassic World came along he did Jurassic World and um now he's back finishing up the trilogy, um, kind of pulling a J.J. Abrams and coming back for the the third part of the trilogy, except this one. I can, hey everyone, um, so had some technical difficulties there. Um, just want to say, uh, just want to apologize to you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Our conversation was pretty much over. Um, the uh, Jurassic World uh, Dominion conversation could go on forever, but, you know, it's probably better that we didn't, that we didn't, uh, you know, uh, let it go on any further. Um, but I want to thank uh, my guests, uh, Christian Accorda and my son, Eli, for joining me on the podcast. It was a fun time. Um, hope you guys, um, you know, learned some things. And uh, please let us know what you guys think about some of the stuff we talked about. You can find us on social media. You can find me on social media at Kevin underscore Hoskinson on Twitter. Um, you can also find my public life as an American nerd on there as well. Um, you, uh, Christian Nicorda, uh, you can find him Christian Nicorda on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, the dude has some really, really amazing artwork. You really need to check it out. Uh, he's a graphic designer. He does some really, really cool stuff, really cool nerdy stuff. Um, of course, Elijah is too young to have any social media. He has a TikTok, but we won't be talking about that here. Um, and uh, so, Discord, but and what Discord? Discord, he has Discord as well. Um, but anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't have made it. Um, well, you know, eleven episodes—that's a lot. Um, um, you know, thank you guys for checking it out and for staying with us. Um, really appreciate it. And here's to many, many more episodes. Um, please don't forget to subscribe and review the podcast as well. Um, we have some more really, really cool shows coming up down the pipeline. Some really, really fun stuff to talk about. So definitely check us out. New episodes drop every um, every week. Um, and and remember, while you guys are out there, take care of each other, take care of yourselves. Um, so that's it. And as usual, stay nerdy, America. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Bye.